Welcome to the Mastering Midlife Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy fun things that happen when you are a midlife mama. I'm your host, Heather London. Let's dig in. Hello, and welcome to episode number eight, the invisible workload. Okay, today I want to talk about the invisible workload because it is huge in our lives as women, as mothers, as midlife women. And I think it's important that we actually talk about it and get it into, out into the open because it rules a lot of our lives, but we don't even know it exists. That's the crazy part is this stuff is going on all the time. We're just not even aware of it. So it's running the show unconsciously, wreaking havoc, and we want to reel this stuff in. Another reason I want to talk about the invisible workload is because it, this involves us taking our power back, not having stuff outside of our control that's running our lives. All of this is actually within our control. And most of the times when I start to talk about this, people will think that this is put on them by other people. And I'm here to say, no, this is something we've created, but not in a blame way in a solution way, when we have the awareness of what it is and how it got here, how it was created, then we can go about solving for the problem of how do we create something else for ourselves? Let's start with what is the invisible workload? I love the title of it because it's exactly what it is. It is invisible. Nobody sees it, not even us. Not even the people who are in it or the people who created it. That's what makes it so insane. The invisible workload is the unnoticed and uncompensated physical, mental, and emotional labor completed behind the scenes to keep our families and households happy, healthy, and running smoothly. I've been talking about the invisible workload a lot lately because it's coming up with all of my clients in some form or another. But like I said earlier, they didn't even realize that this is going on or this is what this is, or it had a name. When I had my pre and postnatal fitness studio where I would train pregnant women and new moms with their little newborn babies or their toddlers, we would get all types of families and kids in there. I would see the invisible workload come up all the time, especially when newer moms wanted a day off or, you know, a girl's weekend, but the hubby couldn't look after the kids on his own without it being a huge thing. This one always caught my attention. This one always drove me crazy. This one always made me laugh and like all at the same time because the husband, the partner, the father always had to get back up, like recruit the mother-in-law, the wife, the, the mom would, you know, make all of the food before she left. So if, if I'm the mom and I'm leaving, I'm like, I have to prep and make sure that everything is in place so that when I'm gone, he can function and manage. So when I'm talking about, you know, mom would make all the stuff, I'm talking about the wife, the mother of the child, the the person who is going on the vacation, they would make all the food ahead of time, pre-plan all the play dates, like get everything organized, write it all down, have schedules, reschedule any appointments, 
pre-buy all the food, do all the laundry ahead of time. Like all of these things were set up so that this husband, this dad could be successful looking after his own children for a weekend or for a day or for however long it was. A lot of the times when somebody was in it, they couldn't see what was going on. And when we can step back and have a look at it, we can see exactly what's going on. And this would make me laugh and cry and cringe all at the same time. But in midlife, the invisible workload, it's still around, but it looks a little different. The invisible workload never goes away unless you consciously make it go away. But in midlife, it looks like this. Us as the moms doing everything in the home and feeling so exhausted. We don't have the energy or the desire to do the fun stuff with the fam on the weekend because we're so exhausted from doing all of the things, juggling and keeping all the balls in the air. And we become exhausted and we're telling ourselves that we're failing or we're not good at it. We're not doing enough. We feel like we're snapping at our kids all the time or being really grumpy towards our partner, even pushing them away. And what builds up is resentment. You start to resent your partner and it starts off really small at the beginning. And then it just turns into like, this is how we live our lives. We're battling against each other. We're pushing each other away. We're not coming together as a team and helping each other out. And then all of a sudden we're just in a spot where we are resenting our partner. That's not cool. It's not fun. And especially when we're snapping at our kids and we're tired and irritable and we just don't want to partake. It's so much fun to do all the family things, especially when the kids are young and they want to hang out with us. We don't want to miss out on that. We want to really enjoy those times. I know when I get triggered, I'm a mumble under my breath, like when no one's around and I'm doing all the work and I'll get so mad I'll like say what I'm really feeling out loud and it'll be like, I'll do this because I guess I'm the only one who could ever do this ever. Like nobody else could possibly do this. And I'm saying these things and I'm just, then I listen to myself and I catch myself and I laugh because I'm just venting. But these are the thoughts that are going on in my head. So when I'm not saying them out loud, I'm not aware of them and they're just running the show and I'm just feeling angry or resentful. But when I say them out loud, I'm like, oh, yeah, no wonder I'm angry and resentful because I'm thinking these thoughts like, yeah, of course I'll clean up this mess or of course I'll take all the garbage out and do all the recycling because I'm the only one who does everything. Like I have to do everything around here. And so when I say it out loud, I can see it for what it is. And then I can uh, understand what thoughts are causing this. So what is it that you mumble to yourself when you get triggered? I'm just curious. Today, I want to talk about what the invisible workload is so we can shine a light on it and start to change it. The first step to changing anything is always awareness. The reason we aren't aware of it is because we started it when our kids were first born. So it's sheer survival. When our kids are born, the instinct, the mama bear instinct kicks in and we do everything for our kids to keep them alive because if we don't do it, they're not going to survive. And so that's what our, we're designed to do. That's how the human species is designed to keep progressing is that we're going to take care of our kids and do everything for them. 
And this makes sense, right? But our kids aren't always helpless little babies. They do grow up and they slowly become more independent. It's not like they wake up one morning and they're all of a sudden independent. It's a little bit every day, but we don't grow and change with them. We don't allow for that. We're still in the process of us doing everything for them. We keep doing everything for them. And one of the main thoughts that created the invisible workload in the first place was from when they were little babies, when they were first born, was only I can do this. Or only I can do this right. And I hear this all the time. And I too did this. It's like, no, only I can do this right. If anybody else does it, then they'll do it wrong. And I'll just have to redo it. And that means more work for me. And you can see how this line of thinking creates more work for you because nobody else can do it. And so we're kind of like not allowing anybody to help us out. This is the, from when, you know, our baby first arrived on the scene, just sheer survival. And we never challenged it or we never changed it as our kids started to get older and became more independent. And so here it still is running the show, but it's getting bigger because when you do something every single day over and over and over again, it becomes ginormous. It's just who you are. You don't even think about it anymore. It runs on autopilot. And I know it's hard. Trust me, it is so hard to not tell them how to do it properly or redo it once they've gotten it wrong. Because we always want to be perfect. We always want to do everything right. We always want to do like A plus work. But what if it was okay for them to do it wrong so that they can learn or so that we didn't have to do it? What if letting somebody else do it and it was done poorly or messily or wrong or whatever was okay. What if that was just okay? It's not about how it gets done. It's about letting someone else do it. It's about you not doing it. Because when we don't, we're just training them to just let us do it. Like whatever our kids and our partners are doing, we've trained them to do it. Because they just found, this is easy, this is what she wants, so I'm just going to let her do everything, because otherwise I'll get in trouble. It's not because they don't want to do it or they don't know how, but because we've just always told them in all the ways, with our words and our actions and everything, that we will do it all. We'll do all of it, because you don't know how to do it right. So just get out of my way and let me do it, right? I know for me personally... I've always had this sneaky subconscious thought that I can do it all. I got this. I don't need any help at all. If I don't do it all, then I'm failing or I'm not doing my momming job right. Then I'm a failure. I got to do it all. If I ask for help, holy cow, no way. And when I do this, I'm not teaching others how to become independent humans or to receive help. It's okay for me to receive help. That was a tough one for me. But then we're teaching these wonderful humans how to become independent humans who can survive on their own in the world, whatever that looks like for them. Might not be the way we would have done it, but it's okay because they got it done in their way. 
which feels good for them. And sneakily too, we might do it like this sneaky little thing I was thinking is because it makes us feel important and loved when we, you know, are needed. No, no. It's like they need me to help them. It's funny because as my kids are older and I'm getting ready to go traveling, I find I'm telling them all these things. Oh, you know, when you run the dishwasher, you need to make sure you run the garburetor so the water doesn't overflow. And here's how you make tacos. And they're like, mom, you know, we appreciate that, but we could YouTube all of this. And it's just in me. I can't help it. It's my mom brain going all the time. And the way I stop it is I think about what I'm about to say and why I'm about to say it. And do I really need to say it? And can I let them learn on their own? It's hard. It's really hard. And I know you know what I'm talking about. So now that we know what the invisible workload is, now that we've brought awareness to it, we can change it. Because the first step of changing something is really naming it and being aware that it exists. And not from a place of I'm doing it wrong or they don't want to help me, but instead from a place of I created this because it served me at one point, but it doesn't serve me anymore. So what can I create now that serves me and my family best? Not from a place of judgment, but from a place of curiosity. What's possible here? Love being curious. I always get amazing answers and find fabulous solutions when I get super duper curious. And when you do this, you'll ditch the invisible workload forever. You'll create more time for yourself. You'll have more energy to show up for the fun family stuff. You'll be more present when you're hanging with the fam. You'll become more connected to your partner. You start to focus on your wants and needs. So when your teenagers totally ditch you, which they will several times, then you've got your own life full of stuff that lights you up and you can just jump right into it. So instead of Friday night Netflix and chips, you can go and do the things that you love and you can let, you know, your people go. You can let them be independent and you can let them help and you can let it be messy and ugly and wrong. And it's okay. It's all okay. If you want to learn more about the invisible workload and some super easy, fun, chill tools that can help you ditch the invisible workload once and for all and create happiness in your midlife, check out my invisible workload masterclass. It's totally free and it's fabulous. I will drop the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening, everyone. Always, always love yourself first and have an amazing day.